Welcome to Small Business Sisters, where two sisters who started their own separate businesses come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, they will share practical business tips they have learned along their journey and share their individual perspectives. So grab a drink and join the sisterhood as they discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for joining us today for our Small Business Sisters. We are recording this morning and you can probably hear my voice. I'm a little nasally. Unfortunately, my husband and I tested for COVID yesterday before we hop on a plane to go see Jenny and we both tested positive. We are a few days in and we're feeling totally fine other than being stuffy. Um, We're both vaccinated, so we're hoping that we have very mild symptoms, but it is what it is. I cried all day yesterday since I can't go see my sisters, but we are moving up and moving on. So let's just all join together to kick kick this thing. Yes. I'm sad to not see you, but I agree with what you're doing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so today we're, I just wanted to give you all that heads up because you probably could hear the difference in my voice. Hey, they might be able to tell the difference between us today. We get a lot of feedback that y'all have a hard time figuring out which one of us is talking. Um, <laughs> oh, and this is Christina. I don't know if I said that or not. Um, so today we're going to be talking about holiday prep for your shop. And this is really important to us because we like everything that we've talked about in this podcast, we just kind of jumped in when we started our shops and didn't know very much. And one of those things is your September through your December when you have a product um, or like an e-commerce site, um, it will more than likely be insane. So we thought that we would tell you what our past holiday seasons have looked like and then give you some practical tips on how to help. Mm, Balance isn't the word, Jen, but like... Well, just help you navigate it, I guess. Yeah, or like bring awareness, just so you're aware, like, okay, this is going to be a different season than the rest. Yeah, so I started... We should also say, like, you're going to hear we both have kind of different approaches. So I just really, like, it's going to... You have to find what works for you, your family, based on your product, your shop, your... um customers. So yeah, it might look a little different for everybody. So just like listen to everything we say, I think. And then yours might look totally different, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and mine looks very different for my online store versus my brick and mortar just because of shipping. And I'll talk about that um, in a second. So when I started my shop, I, you know, at first you're doing it just well, not that it ever stops, but you know, you want to make an income for your family. And so you want to work, work, work. Um, and so I did not put boundaries around Christmas. I also didn't take into account shipping times. And so I had read a little bit about um, shipping taking longer at the holidays when I first started the six years ago. And so I did stop my orders mid-December. But what I didn't account for were lost packages... Um, late shipments on the shirt, like the product actually getting to me to make um, and and kind of all of those background circumstances. And so what happened, and I did that several years in a row, I always kind of was like, oh, it'll get better. better." So I just would cut off 
mid-December. But what, what would always happen is I would be working really up until Christmas Eve, just making sure orders got out, for sure working customer service because constantly between mid-December and Christmas Eve, you're getting customer service emails. My my shipment isn't here yet. I paid for express shipping or whatever. And kind of when you have it to the post office, it's out of your hands at that point, right? But if they're slow, it's just not guaranteed. And so what I saw looking back at my numbers was that first few years, there was a trend of, I really didn't make much because when it came down to refunding when I I have a strict no refund policy within, you know, after a certain amount of time. But when packages get lost and things like that, I often take the hit and just resend another. And just I just dealt with a lot of unhappy customers about their shipments not being there and like all of that. And so either this past year or the year before, I can't remember which one it was. I said, December 1st is my last day I'm taking orders because that way I know the products will get to me by mid-December. So I know I can get it out, out by mid-December. So they'll get it. I, I never said guaranteed by Christmas because I, I had eaten those words before, um, but I knew they would get it pretty pretty darn close. So I started shutting off my online shop December 1st. And I honestly didn't see a change in income just because it did push people to buy before December 1st. So it was kind of like, if you didn't order by December 1st, I'm sorry, but I wasn't scrambling. Um, my One of my kids has a birthday in December. So for me and my family, the way I can really celebrate him on his birthday and not be worrying about work is shutting it off that early. Now my brick and mortar is different. We're open until you know, like the 18th, 19th, whatever weekend is right before Christmas. Um, but I will say for my online shop that for me, it was just worth it for my sanity to shut down. And this past year, especially the COVID year, you know, the post office was already saying your shipments are going to be late. And it was kind of the overall like message from all businesses, right? Like Shipping is outrageous. You might have to give a picture of your gift and then get it when it comes. So last year, I wasn't getting customer service emails because I had done that early cutoff. But I know a lot of my friends were getting customer service emails. Um, but I also think a lot of people were really gracious last year um, because of COVID. And I'm, I don't know what this year will look like, but I'm still... December 1st is my hard, my hard stop for beautiful chaos, not wildflower. What about you, Jen? So I, um, well, ever since I started Luminate Space, I always take the two weeks. I, I try to mirror my kids' school schedule. So I always take those two weeks off um, when they get off of school and close down my shop. And even our physical shop, we do that too. We just feel like it's a good rhythm for us um, to, to stop work and to be home with our kids. And uh, that has worked really well. Something I do... To, so I don't, I, I work until that day. So it's usually like December 21st or whatever. And what has helped me is I just make sure to clearly communicate that pretty much like starting at Thanksgiving all over the place. So I put a banner on my website. I do social media posts. I send out my email newsletters. I have it on my checkout page at, on my website, um, all the important dates. So I always look up I ship via USPS for candles. So I always look up what their um, 
like what they say is last day to go out guaranteed by Christmas. And I put that everywhere. And I use language like this is last day USPS says this. So once it's out of my hands, like I am not responsible for what happens. And so a workaround I found for that is because what was happening, I know in 2020 was you would take your packages to the post office, but then they'd sit there forever before they'd even scan it. So then the customer would look up the tracking and say, I, they didn't even get it till this day. So what I found worked is I, I schedule pickup at my house for USPS and they have to scan it when they take it from your house. So then it goes into the USPS system and set on the tracking. It will say package received by USPS. So that really, I did not have any complaints or trouble with shipping last year. Um, There was one that got really lost and delayed, but what saved me was that the customer could see USPS had it. It was lost by you. Like, USPS sent it somewhere else. And so because of that tracking and because they scanned it from my house, they saw that I, I did do what I said. And I said, I would get it to USPS by the cutoff date. So that really helped me. The reason I keep Illuminate space open. So my product is, first of all, my December sales are four times what all my other months are. So like for me to shut down December 1st would be really hurting my business. And I think that's because candles are such um like not not just like a get candles actually probably aren't a giftable thing for like your family and big Christmas celebrations, but they are the go-to for teachers, okay. hostess gifts, um all that kind of stuff. So I feel like that that is my prime time right around like Christmas parties, um, Christmas get togethers it, and even just using candles for like your Christmas dinner and stuff. So yeah, I, yeah. So whereas like Christina's product is a gift you're going to get to give in your like gift exchange. So like you are thinking about that ahead of time. Whereas my product is more like your last minute, like, oh my gosh, I got to give the bus driver (laughs) a gift or something. So like, that is something I've learned. Okay. I I watch my customer and that is when they're buying like that December 10th through 20th range. So I do keep my shop open. I also ran into, um, and again, I think it's because my product's a, a little different than Christina's is that if I have light and pine open, people get really confused that they're two separate businesses. So like they would want what's on my website, but it's in the store. So it helps me. It actually like lessens my (laughs) chaos to have both open so they can just like order on my website, pick up at light and pine or at my porch or whatever. So, um, that was kind of trial and error. I just figured out like, Oh, it's, it's helpful to just watch your customers patterns. And maybe this is the first year and it's going to be kind of chaotic and you just watch that and keep note of it for then how you plan next year. Cause I think that's what we both did is each year we observe things and then, uh, rearrange for the next year. Like you, you knew, your kids' ages and your family schedule and rhythms in December, like you needed to be close December 1st. And mm-hmm. um, I also think your product is so personalized that you do get a lot more customer service emails than I do. So like that yeah. wasn't as a big thing for me. 
Yeah. I also think, and I don't make correct me if I'm wrong, but your kids ages, like mine still granted last year, they didn't, but mine still have like all of the Christmas concerts. Right. Right. And all of the Christmas parties at school, like all with between all of that, I remember just being like, okay, gotta get like, I just didn't enjoy December. And Jenny and I come from a family that is very Christmas loving. I mean, Jenny's middle name is joy. Mine is Noel. Our sisters is hope. Like, <laughs> Our family loves Christmas. So it was getting to the point. This is a whole other like sidetrack episode we could talk about later. Like I already struggle with liking Christmas after moving away from my family. And so it was one of those things that for me personally, I was like, I'm not personally and emotionally, I'm not thriving in December. And so it was when we balanced that, it was kind of like, okay, we'll just forego it and shut it down. But exactly what you said, like people for the most part will buy shirts as gifts well before that December 1st mark. Usually in December, people are looking for Christmas themed shirts, but I start selling the, I've started selling those at Halloween um, and all of November just because like, I already have all my Christmas fabric right now and they're really cute. I'm really excited about them, but I just, because I, I want to be able to sell all of those things and get them to people that they want, but I really need December for my family. And obviously wildflowers open, but I laugh that your people connect light and pine and illuminate space so closely because <laughs> I really like, I still wonder if people realize that beautiful <laughs> chaos is part there of are times I wish that because it does get, like, <laughs> that's another episode we can do. That is a hard part because people like, for instance, will want to, okay, this is going off on a tangent, but people will buy a gift card on illuminatespace.com, but then want to use it at Light and Pine. And it's just yes. so, um, I mean, I totally get that because I have to explain, well, this is a separate business. This one's a partnership. It's like not mm-hmm. even the same computer, but that does, that is something uh, maybe we could talk about someday about partnerships. Yeah. Like it does add. Well, and I element. try to explain to people, it's like Massimo being in target. Like, Ooh, that's a good, yeah, that's a good, you analogy. know, it's a brand in another brand. So and now but, I, do, yeah, I do, I get confused, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, yeah so, uh, I do think that if people still want like pocket tees or whatever, I do post that like, Hey, if you're local and want to give this as a gift, you know, a lot of people like to give t-shirts as teacher gifts or whatever. I'm, I'm still here locally. I'm just not going to order, order shirts, wait for them to get to me, then bulk order them. Otherwise I can't be with my family, especially because Jenny, We'll probably have to talk about this too, but but suppliers are really low right now. And so like oh. Jen's had issues with her jars for her candles. I've had issues with shirts. This is the first time ever. And I don't know if it's COVID related. I don't know if it's when that, most of them are saying it's when that ship was stuck in the pier yeah. a while back. <laughs> They're saying everything is still really backed up. Um, but this is the first time ever. I can't guarantee a shirt is in stock because they're just so low. And so that scares me too. Really close to Christmas is not being able to get something that somebody really wants. So, well, I think you made a really good point of how, like you said, you just got all your Christmas fabrics because you want people to have them in time for when they're thinking about Christmas. And so that is a good point to like how you observe 
your holiday prep. And so like you had no now, okay, September is when I need to get all those fabrics because then I need this much time to like make them this much time to promote them this much time to package them and get them to the person. And I think that is just something everybody should just take notes somehow of every season. Cause then that's how you've learned and pivoted of like, cause you wouldn't, when we first started, you weren't like, Oh, October or September is when I did. Right. And when I first started, it was December 1st and I was at the store and there was no fabric left because people had thought about it before, but it would be December 1st. I'd be like, all right, everybody, here's my Christmas shirts. And that's probably why I was working till Christmas Eve. And so, yes, in August I knew, okay, I, it kind of sucks in a way that I think we talked about this on Miranda's podcast, but it almost sucks that when you're in retail, you have to be a season ahead. Yeah. Like so you, you. Yes. Like I was planning my fall prints back in June and especially living in Texas where it's 104 degrees. I'm like, I am not even in a fall mood. And part of creating is being in that mindset. Like I, as I'm going through my Christmas fabric, I have Christmas music on because it's like, <laughs> okay, what would go together? What makes me feel good? Like you kind of have to get like in that that headspace. So I almost feel like, Oh, I can't enjoy the present because I'm thinking about, I know. And that is hard, especially to all speak. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Christina right now, freaking out at her kids. My, my kids are home well, quarantining and they are right next to my door. I'm so sorry if you were hearing it. them. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's talk about, wait, were you going to say something? Wait, yeah. But now I forgot what I was going to say. Ugh, see kids. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, Oh, I, it, it is hard. Cause you get all the people that are like no decor, nothing before Thanksgiving, but yeah. as a retail business, like you literally have to be, cause your product has to be ready to go when the customer is thinking about those things. And so we notice in, and you probably noticed this at wildflower too. There's like two sections of Christmas shopping. There's before Thanksgiving where people are thinking about holiday decor. So that's when they'll buy their like decor themed Christmas things. After Thanksgiving, people aren't buying decor because they've already done their decor. They're buying mm-hmm. gifts. So like that has helped us in our brick and mortar shop to kind of shift and like, okay, we're going to have all the decor stuff ready to go before Thanksgiving because that's when people are starting to think about buying the decor, decor and then decorating the day after Thanksgiving. But then after that, they're like done buying decor. So you've missed a huge chunk of your retail customers, if you're not getting your decor things out till after Thanksgiving, because they've already like planned that. Right. Right. And then it moves um, into gifts and you want to like target your gift customers, which right. is. And Miranda talked about that on our marketing podcast, just a uh, shout out to those of you who were able to make the free workshop with us last Thursday. Um, but she was saying how she was talking about how she helps you plan out those things, like sit down and look Yes. okay, well, if, if you need decor out by this point, at what point do you need to plan the decor? At what point do you mm-hmm. need to, you know, start looking for the decor? And I could see how that's really helpful. I've started doing that on my own, but it would be so helpful to sit down with someone and, and map that out. It um, is because it feels so unnatural to think that way, but you have to get out of your head and think business schedule is so different than personal schedule. Yeah. So even though it feels 
where you might feel like, oh, I should not be doing this Christmas stuff right now. You should, because your business is different than like how you personally right. live. Right. And the haters are just going to hate. We're gonna yeah. Hate. <laughs> I'm used to um, it. I actually, no do decorate. <laughs> I actually do decorate November 1st. So I don't care. Come at me. Um, okay. So let's talk about Black Friday and Shop Small Saturday. Um, and let's talk about one, if you participate in either two, like, do you run sales? What have you learned from that? You want to go first or me? You can go. So do you do Black Friday? I don't anymore. I used to. I I did for a while and would would make a good amount on Black Friday, but it was kind of the same thing I'm talking about. Headspace for me was mm-hmm. sure I made a lot, but because so many people ordered and I'm the maker, it was it took me so long to catch up that when you really add in how much you made because it was a discount, it wasn't enough for me after like the product and the time that it ended up Mm -hmm. taking. I stopped doing Black Friday and I actually don't run a sale at all that whole week. Um, And I do better. I do better than I I did when I did Black Friday. I totally agree with you. And and my, so mine is um, kind of, go more personal. I know I just said to like separate <laughs> business and personal, but I, and this is in no way judgment because I have totally like participated as a person in Black Friday before, but as I've become a small business, my values of that have really changed. And I feel like, and again, this is person, my personal thought process of it. I feel like Black Friday doesn't align with my values anymore. It's very like, big box store, get the deals, gamble on everybody, uh, like literally and figuratively. And I just, I actually like that Friday after Thanksgiving, just to like be still and be with my family and not do anything. And I felt like Black Friday was pulling me away from that. So again, just a personal choice. I decided not to go into Black Friday with my business. I, um, I do offer and I shouldn't even say I, this was like one thing I did last year is I, anybody that ordered, I gave a free, like, um, limited edition candle, like one of my testers with their order. Cause I felt like I don't want to buy, buy into this, like discount everything because that it does devalue makers. I struggle with that because we're like mm-hmm. hand making each of our products. So even though I, you're I, getting the discount, like that's the discount of our time with our family. Right. So I would rather like give you something extra for yes. supporting. I was just going to say a free gift would be, I'm, I'm like, my wheels are turning right now. of even like, Hey, two free headbands when you order yes. over the week of, you know, and I did tell my people last year, Hey, just, so you know, I'm not going to be doing a black Friday sale just because some people do wait like, Ooh, she might do mm-hmm. a black Friday sale. And I wanted to be honest that I'm not going to do that. And like I said, people ordered anyway and they ordered sooner. So I had more time to do it. Yeah. Um, but I do like the idea of a free gift because I do want to yeah, show gratitude. thank you so much right. for supporting me. But what you're right, when the big box stores can discount so much because they've already gotten the product very right cheap, you know? Right. And so like their markup is is high. And so um when we discount something, it does take a, like, we're basically giving free time away from our family. And that's 
hard. And, especially, yeah. So, and I like the kind idea of a free gift though. Cause I'll put I a little too. bit more into making, I'll make you two headbands and send right. it, you know, like I'll give you some of my time because you, right. That's the gift supported me. You're that that's how we're different than big back, big back stores too, is that our time is making it. So like our gift back to you is like, here's the more time rather than like slashing the worth, the time, the, the worth of our time. And I feel like I don't want to devalue other makers either, like who maybe can't offer the discount. It's kind of like collectively standing together and be like the shop small movement of we're giving you something different of value. And so what other ways can we show gratitude other than like slash all the, the same mindset of Mm -hmm. Black Friday. So yes. Yes. And Shop Small Saturday, um, same same thing. Like I'll probably do that free gift that whole week. Um, I love that idea, Jen, because thinking about it. So Shop Small Saturday in my town, um, there are eight boutiques in our town. And so we do a boutique crawl and we do it every Shop Small Saturday or, you know, it's called Small Business Saturday, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, small business Saturday, we do a bougie crawl and then we do another one in the spring. Um, and our winter one is called holiday around the hill and it's designed so that you take your friends and you boutique crawl around to all the boutiques and get to support local. And it's so successful in so many ways. I mean, not just financially, but we help a local nonprofit with some of the profits, the amount of people that come out and just have a good time. Even last year in COVID, like, I think it helped people feel normal. So it was just, it's like successful in all terms. Like, I don't want to just say like, oh, a lot of people come, but um, everyone says they love it and have a good time. And it kind of makes it into like an experience, but we all do like a gift or like first Mm -hmm. 50 people in the store or whatever, get a gift. And so hearing you say that, I'm like, duh, why was I not doing that with my Etsy shop? Because that gives them something else to gift as well. Right, right. And yeah, I just, I really like that um, mindset of like, giving something extra versus like taking away something of yours. I don't know. It's just a mindset thing, but yeah, I totally agree. I feel like people are really great in the the shop small boom movement is still getting momentum and still growing and people, I think people really get it. And so yeah, shop small Saturday was awesome or is awesome. Yes. And we're just, We've obviously both have gotten different things from holiday season. I think the biggest things we can leave you with is like prep way ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Watch <laughs> um, your patterns because watch your yourself patterns. grace if this year is a chaotic mess Cluster. because we've all had those. And each mm-hmm. year you learn and you pivot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just write stuff down because you won't remember mm-hmm. uh, and really watch those numbers and your time and, and what days seem to be your schedule, like when it picks up and when it's, you have more time. Yeah. All that stuff. And some other practical bookkeeping parts. I mean, Jen talked about this in her, in our mental health episode, but she knew a holiday season was going to be crazy. So she actually had someone take over Mm -hmm. her customer service for her. Um, so that's an option too. I mean, she had her husband do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so even having your asking your husband, like, Hey, will you just check this between noon and five or whatever. That way you, you really can devote time to all that goes into making your product. And I will do just a little shout out for myself. 
Um, those of you that don't know, I am writing a social media course. It's not going to, the full thing isn't going to launch until January because of holiday season. I was like, I can't do it in the fall, in the, the heat of my busy season as a maker. But I do have a startup bundle that's $34 and it's a journal. Um, it prompts you for what to post. It just kind of walks you through. I've heard so many people say, I have no idea what to say or what to post. And I know around the holidays, you need to be busy making and letting your social media run in the background. So if you want to grab that, it's only $34. It's tons of resources. There's like eight resources that will really just walk you through planning out a month of content at a time. So um, that if that's helpful, go check it out. It's um, You can find it under my social media Instagram, which is at christinahobbs.co. And I have a testimonial. Would you like it? I would love it. <laughs> I, I, I knew you were watching the content, but I didn't know if you've done the like journal. Yes, stuff. of course. I always follow all the rules. <laughs> I did it. So I did. I got the bundle, the $34 bundle that you, Christina was just talking about. And it, um, it's really helpful. And I am trying. So I think you teach everybody to schedule out in a month, right? I haven't I, done the so full. It but I the resources to do a whole month, but I usually do a week at a time. Okay. Because okay, a month can be overloading. But yes. I even have a friend who gets overwhelmed doing a week and I'm like, just do a day. But if you write out those, the journal prompt is for a whole week. And mm-hmm. so if you write that out, then every day you can go and be like, okay, this was my mindset here. This yeah. And there, it, there are some really great prompts of like, I don't want to give anything away, but things like I wasn't thinking and then you can just jot down everything. And then I sat down and um, scheduled out just a week of posts and Christina helps you find like a theme, um, a prompt of what you want to ask them. So there's a call to action. And then she told me about a scheduling tool that you can get a free trial on. So I'm trying that. And that has really helped because Mm -hmm. uh, my insights on Instagram always tell me to post around 6 PM, but that is like the busiest time of life for me. So (laughs) I, that just, I get really stressed and I've had this whole week scheduled out and it's really fun then like around seven to get on and and see like, oh my gosh, my post is there and people are having <laughs> Yeah, So that's been really helpful. And I, if you're overwhelmed by a month, just know like Christina said, I've just done a week and she said you can even do a day. So it's just really great. It like prompts you. Of Yay. What to I'm so glad say. it helped you. Yes. I tried, Thank to take, you. I tried to take connecting to people through a screen is, um, has been pretty easy for me just because I will pry my way into people's lives. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not faced by it. Um, but I was trying to take what goes on in my brain and put it onto paper. So I'm glad that it's helped you. Thanks for sharing. It did, but especially yeah. the call, the, um, I'm, I feel like I'm good at sharing stuff, but I'm not great at the call to action. So, cause I did, I'd never, I was not good about like, I would just be like, comments. If you <laughs> so like having Which, I mean, actual. That's valid. No, but yeah, giving you I wouldn't do it. Yes. Yeah. So having like actual things you're asking people that Mm -hmm. that like not plays on their emotions, but like yeah, connects with their emotions. So then they're like, oh, I want to answer this. Yeah. So well, and people forget that even saying like, hey, check, click my website link, like that's an that's yeah, or the save 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's been helpful. So I recommend the content. (laughs) If you have any questions over trying to find it, you can always message us on small business sisters as well. But yeah, we just feel like the more you can have going on in the background while you're busy making and creating during the holidays, the better. And if you have anything that you want to fix on your website or um, any of that, that can probably wait till January because January is going to come and you are going to have a pretty dull month after a really busy season, January for most people, most brick and mortars, unless you're like a workout store or something that has to do with um, new year's resolutions. Um, Unless you're one of those kind of niches, more than likely January is going to be pretty dull for you. So you'll have time to catch back up and fix things in your business and take a social media course and all of those (laughs) things. So anyways, we just hope that this holiday season is amazing and that people rally around all of the small businesses and really support them this year. Um, And we hope nothing but the best for all of your businesses. (laughs) Bye. Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.